Hello, and welcome to Connecting with Mike and Adrian. We will explore stories and personal experiences that have strengthened our connections in hopes that they strengthen yours. Hello, and welcome to Connecting with Mike and Adrian. We are your hosts, Adrian Olson and Mike Olson. Now, today's uh, topic we chose. Uh, do you ever feel like uh, sometimes in your life things repeat thoughts or things happen and they start repeating? And then I, I when that happens, I kind of think to myself, maybe I should pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. Like, what what what's the universe trying to tell me, or what what am I missing, or maybe I'm supposed to be be doing something other than what I am doing, or learn from that. Well, lately we've just had for ourselves personally and for many of our family, friends, and coworkers even um, noticed that a lot of folks are dealing with change. A lot of change. Or changes. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. change changes, whatever you want to say about that. And I thought, well, we should really just talk about that just as a concept, I thought. Yeah, I think it's it's a tough thing to kind of wrap your head around too and as to as to what to do with it, right? I mean, because the first thing I think of when we were talking about this was, you know, the saying that people always say is change is hard, change is hard, change is hard. I mean, how many times have I heard that in my life? Change is hard. And is it hard? Is it not hard? I don't know. But, it, you know, I, I think that we as people just like things the way they are we know, do, for, the, we for the most part, right? I mean, not not the bad things, but but we like the uh, the status quo. Keep things even, right. right? Pattern, consistency, and then when something is thrown our way, that even even small changes can upset us or throw us into a loop or change the story we told ourselves about what we thought was happening. And how do we gently be good to ourselves? Switch gears. Think about that change in a new way and um, recourse correct. Yeah, and change occurs all over the place, right? In our relationships, right? There's breakups or maybe you get a relationship, you find a significant other to spend your time with. The kids growing up, we've talked about that, growing up and moving out of the house. And then they've got their own changes as they go through that. So we deal with it, they deal with it. Well, yeah, and that the kids growing up is a really clear one for, I think, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They're like, yep, you see the kids, they change year to year. Like when your friends right. see, you see your friends' kids and you're like, those are like real obvious. And mostly when they're younger to high school age are predictable, right? right. You change. know that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So everybody's free flowing with that. But hello, people don't say that continues when they're your adult children. Sure. They experience change, you experience change change about how you feel about their change. It's very complicated. Yeah. And sometimes change just catches you by surprise. Like when I was a kid and my parents got divorced, I did not see that coming at all. That was a total shock to me. That was a huge, huge change in my life. And uh, and then also before that, our, our moving from California, being ripped out of all of the social School, structure the that I knew. Mm-hmm. You maybe thought you were going to live there forever. I right? mean, kids don't think they're going to move. Right. Until... You, know, you don't expect that usually, right? Unless, yeah. So that was not my norm was to be moving all the time. So that was a huge change. So, you know, life is just full of changes. And, and then, you know... Back when the kids were little, you stayed home with the kids. That's right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You uh, raised the kids, took them to wherever they needed to get to, back and forth from school, all that kind of stuff. Appointments, yeah. Right. Did the, uh, the cooking then, the house stuff. You were on top of all of that while I was off driving off to work and spent the day at work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now we flipped. So that's been a change. For us, definitely. That's been the biggest change that we've experienced in our relationship. And sometimes I've said this, that it seems like we've completely traded places. <laughs> it's like that movie, Freaky right? Friday or whatever. <laughs> it's like, wait, now I'm Mike and I go off to work and I come home and Mike's worked, but also done some house stuff or, or right. that kind of stuff. And I'm like, wait, I used to do that. Who am I? What what am I doing now? <laughs> like, where's my role and what's your role? And yeah. yeah, all those changes, whether we choose to make them or whether they're thrust upon us mm-hmm. because stuff just happens. Right. Um, we do have to talk about how do you look at change? How do you feel about it? Yep. And how are you reacting to it or re- responding to change? Yeah, because it, it's going to happen. I mean, we have these plans and then they change. And, you know, people get sick or ill or die. It could be parents, siblings, Friends, children. Friends, Yeah, life is just constantly, constantly changing. And, and maybe it's a job. Maybe your job has changed. Either you've chosen that or it was chosen for you. And that's a huge thing to go through and to deal with that. And then maybe you need to move somewhere or maybe you recently moved or, you know, moving is a huge When do you move too. again? Right. Do you stay? Do you go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So life is just, uh, there's nothing constant in life except for maybe change, right? So. <laughs> True. Yeah. It, it, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why is change so hard? Why do you think that is? You know, we kind of touched on it earlier. I think we like things the way they are. If they're if they're working good, let's keep it that way. I think our brains are wired that way. I think our subconscious just tries to keep things going the same. And we don't like those surprises too much, right? We want to keep those patterns going. Well, and I think it's a good idea, right? It is a good idea to go in a certain direction. We've said this before. You know, it is good to have plans and to plan. Right. Um, you know, we do try to picture in our mind where our life will be in 5, 10, 15 years. Those are all really positive things. But then what happens when that future doesn't look like how we imagined? Yeah. How do we adapt to that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's emotional. Yeah. It it can be shocking. We can we can even be in denial, like, oh, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then, h- how do we proceed if we're not even acknowledging the change? Right, right, can make us angry or sad, and we can just be unsure about how we feel about it. Yeah, and I think the more or the larger that change is, too, you know, it can compound, right? So, I mean, if it's if it's a minor change, you know, like. Uh, Boy, you got to take a different road today because it's under construction, so you take the detour. Right. That, that, that's not a huge thing. But but if you've got many, many things that are on top of each other and multiple changes, I think that just makes it harder, right? There's only so much that perhaps that we're able to, to handle uh, without being overwhelmed. Change can cause us a lot of stress. Yeah. And really, for me, like, it doesn't really matter where the stress is coming from, that just does affect the rest, the other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. So we need to be aware 
of that fact too. If we are experiencing or living through a change, large or small, if we're stressed about it, it could be pouring over and affecting our other areas of our life. We can think, oh, I'm doing just mm-hmm. fine. And, you know, just kind of be aware that it kind of all relates together and, and could be affecting you. Yeah, I think stress is one of those things, those emotions, those feelings that that does really taint everything. Like if I'm really stressed out about something, you know, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and you can see then then I see that affect my quality and everything that I do, whether it's communication or whatever it is I'm working on, because whatever the stressor is, yeah, so that's not good. I think as we look at change, that it's easy to say, oh, this is a problem. I mean, because many times it is, right? Many times the change is not the change that we want. Right. We don't want to discount that. Right. <laughs> for right. sure. So, so, so therefore it, it is a problem, could be a major problem, um, you know, maybe major life change. So, but the natural thing to do is to want to try to solve it, want to try to make it better. Well, and kind of back to what you said at the very, very beginning, when people just flat out say, change is hard. I don't like to change, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I mean- when we repeat those phrases to ourselves, then they inevitably contribute to how we do feel about the change. Even yeah. if you're trying to change your mindset, if you're saying it's hard, I don't like it, I don't do change, that can almost be um, harder on ourselves. Yeah, it's kind of like you're setting yourself up for it, right? And, and But it's understandable because many times change is indeed hard. It is very difficult. Yeah. So you know, how do you not get into that circle of setting yourself up like that, you know, it's, it's tough. I think when I get in that situation where there's change and if it's something that's within my control, because many times change is not in your control. That's right. Situation has just changed and you now have to deal with it. Right. Um, and even then, if there's something that can be done with it, I think the hardest thing is, is to step back away from it, right. To, to try to, you know, try to make the most of it, to try to perceive it as an opportunity somehow, uh, something that's within your grasp that you might have control over or can at least affect the way that you perceive it and the things that you can do. Perhaps there's opportunity there for growth. You know, there's so many possibilities of what the change could be. It's hard to really nail that down. But I guess what I'm trying to say is what is the perception, right? Because right away when, when, when something changes, I think we just kind of take that deep breath and go, oh, you know, gasp or whatever. You know, we lock up. We, you know, go, oh, this is not what I wanted. We've got that angst, perhaps that comes with it, right? And and we push back and, you know, all of that, get defensive. But I think if we can, and when we can, because it's important to have those feelings, I think to step back and go, okay, this has clearly happened. What are my options? What can I see? You know, but... I think it takes a bit to get to that point. For sure. Like take that power back too. And of course we're saying after an appropriate amount of time and distance from something awful happening, I think the road to getting back on moving forward or moving into your next day at whenever that happens is to be grateful or think positively or try to find the new opportunity, like you were saying. Right, like, yeah. This bad thing happened, perhaps, this change that I didn't want. Right. Uh, but what positive could I gleam from it moving forward, carrying it forward, and what I'm going to choose and 
because it because then you have to draw a new map. Yeah, you do. Right? right for for after that change has happened, it has thrown you off course. It has changed the picture in your mind of what you thought your life was going to be, whether the change is again small or large. Right, expected, not expected. <laughs> yep. And as much as when we can get there, to be grateful, I think is a helpful step in moving forward. Yeah, I think so too. You know, as I look back, you know, nine years ago, approximately, I was laid off from my job that I had been at for 10 years. And that was a huge, huge change. Um, Didn't see it coming. I mean, I kind of did. I was concerned that this could be happening as uh, corporate was making changes going, hmm, this is a possibility. I saw that. But you know, you just don't know until it happens, right? Well, and certainly the day they walked you out, you were not aware that that, that today's the day. The day. Yeah, like, did not no, know so that was that the day. In that respect, it was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. And and to then step back, you know, with, with all those feelings of, you know, anger, hurt, sadness, you know, all the relationships and, and all the things that I had built, all of that now going aside and moving forward from that. And it was really hard then to step back and to say, okay, now this has happened, uh, but now what? Because the first thing that enters my mind is our family, right? Got to provide for our family. Got to get that income. Got to replace that income. What am I going to do? What's next? What's the next step? And all of that kind of stuff goes through your head and you have to deal with that and problem solve that. And to work through that change, it's a big thing. And I, I had to take some time to, after that, to sit down and and to write down some notes and to think this out and go, okay, this is an opportunity for a fresh start. What do I want to do? How much time do we have financially? And, you know, all of those pieces, how does it come together and, and which way are we going to go? And, of course, you guys were all very supportive and, and all of that. Um, but it's, it's a major thing to work through, right? Yeah. Well, and then now – Looking back now, now at a safe space, looking right. back, you're like, wow, I had professional and personal growth out of that change. Right. You know, yeah. that you might not have seen or experienced had you stayed at that job. Right. Because that job that I was let go from actually prepared me for the job that I have today. So, but that's not what you're thinking. But you're when not the thinking at the time, right? You occur- don't see that. Yeah. Yes, you you can't see that. That's what I mean. Like after enough time and distance, what's the positive right. out of that? But also with these kinds of changes that we're talking about, mostly these things are happening to us. Yes. And then we're talking about how do we react? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times it's we want to hang on to it. We want to hang on to it and say. Oh, this happened to me. This happened. Poor, mm-hmm. poor me. You know, <laughs> right. and you can do that. But is that how you want to walk through life, holding on to that, or do you want to look for ways of moving on that continuing continuum of being happier, or looking for what's next? Right when mm-hmm. those when those changes happen to us, and we're not contributing to the change per se. So you're saying we've got a choice? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a choice on how we're going to perceive that, how we're going to deal with it, and, and what is it we're carrying forward. Are we carrying forward the opportunity, searching, or are we carrying on and carrying all the pain and the angst of the change? Because there was really nothing in that moment that you could do to not be let go of that job. Right. That was 100% out of your hands. So yeah. Those decisions were made by other people mm-hmm. and then affected you. Right. Yeah, and that's what 
the kinds of changes I think that were not the ones that you decide for yourself. Like I decided to marry you. Right. Right. right like right, those right. were generally uh, on board with, those were generally, you know, happy for, um, expecting, right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking more about the surprise changes that are thrust upon us. Today, while we were sitting around thinking about this, you know, I took a little nap on the couch. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, got up, we did a few things, and I was like, sometimes, you know, on the weekend, it's just nice to take a little nap on the couch. And while I was laying there, some thoughts came to my idea. I was like, you know, thinking about this change thing, and I was I was thinking, how do we best prepare ourselves for this change, right? Because change is coming. We don't may not know what it is. We may not know when it is. But you can expect it because it happens, right? I mean, I I think that's a really good point that we need to stop and pause on. Because I'm not so sure everyone has that on their radar or has that on their periphery that change is going to happen to me. Right. (laughs) You know, that each day you live increases the chance that a change is going to happen to you. Yeah. It, it, just by being alive. It's probability, right? Right, it, right. It's statistics. likely going to happen. Yeah, yes. statistics, yes. yeah. And so we should all, again, going back to like the class we should all have in high school, <laughs> right? Right. We should have a class on expect your life to change. Yeah, because it's likely to happen. And, you know, as I was laying there semi-napping thinking about this, I was like, you know, what's a good analogy of this? And I was like, you know, I'm into transportation. So I was like, you know, if I think of my life and the things that I've done and the the people around me, and I think of my life, me and my life as a car, okay? So I'm the car and I'm driving down various roads. I could be driving down a freeway, which is, you know, very smooth, but perhaps very busy and full of traffic. And in my mind, I see traffic as uh, not other people, but other things that are going on in my life, my life being very busy. And maybe it's good busy. Maybe it's not so good busy. Maybe there's a lot of things going on in my life that are causing me stress and grief that I'm having to deal with. And so that stressful feeling of being in traffic, maybe maybe that's kind of like what it is. Or maybe maybe sometimes I'm driving down that quiet country road in my car and everything is calm and beautiful and it's a nice sunny day and the birds are singing as I'm going by and the cows are mowing and everything's wonderful. Or maybe it's just a local city street that's a little busier and has a little bit of noise. But, you know, as I'm driving down these roads in my life, in my car, me, you know, things happen like there's potholes in the road, right? And there's like nails and screws in the road, which puncture your tire and now you've got a flat. And so we've got these things in our life that these potholes, these nails, whatever. The weather happens. You need right. to use your wipers. <laughs> right, exactly. These things that are caused either by us and the choices we've made where we've set ourselves up to have to have some kind of change or some we've set ourselves up for our own trouble or things, like you said, just happen because life drops in on you sometimes or not. And and so, you know, or maybe your uh, your battery is now uh, depleted uh, because you're so wore out and the charge is low and you're having a hard time getting your car started. Maybe some days feel like that, mm-hmm. right? And, and as we think about 
you know, change and how we can best prepare ourselves for this, um, you know, be prepared. Like you've got a spare tire in your car if you've got a car, but what kind of spare tire is it, right? Most cars these days have the little <laughs> tiny ones, the little donuts, right? And you can't go over 50 miles an hour or whatever it is, right? Um, so, and they look really funny in your car and you really got to watch it because you don't want to blow that out. Um, but you know, I remember back in the day on older vehicles I'd have, you'd have like a real tire, right? Yeah, in your trunk. In your trunk right. or on the back of your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And and it was like the same tire, right? So you could replace it and it'd be like brand new. You're, you're golden. You're set. So no issues, no extra caution. But, you know, as I think about life and being prepared for change, I think we need to think about our spare tires. Hmm. Do we have a spare tire with? And what kind of spare is it, right? Um, and, and when I think of the spare tire, the analogy I'm thinking of is be prepared for change. That That is the spare tire. Know that it's going to happen. That's step number one, right? It, it's going to happen. Change is going to happen. But what are you going to do when that change occurs? Prepare yourself for that. Realize that there are things in your control and things out of your control. And I think when you can identify what those are, I think that's part of your spare tire or your toolkit, right? Um, maybe have a spare battery, in your car um, so that when you run down and, and you're losing energy, you know, you wouldn't normally do this in your car, but I'm just saying in your, in your own in our analogy here, um, you know, where do you get energy from? Know where you get energy from. What revitalizes you to help you go on and to persevere through change? I think knowing that is helpful because I think when change is hard, I think we get beat down and what may seem easy on a good day to us, I think becomes incredibly hard on the tough days. And we may forget that, hey, you've got this tool here. You've got this spare tire. You've got this spare battery. Draw upon that. I don't know. That's just the analogy I was thinking of is that if I see myself as a car and prepare for the unknown road hazards out there in my life, maybe it'll be easier. I think that's great. I think that's a great analogy because we most people can relate to that image, mm-hmm. right? Also, um, another way that we can prepare ourselves for change, and maybe we can still go with the car analogy too, is to be aware of things that are shifting or changing before they actually happen, right? right. I feel like sometimes the most aware I am is when I am driving, because of the way folks drive these days, we've <laughs> yeah. taught our kids to be really, you know, offensive and defensive drivers. Right, extra aware. Right? Even though that light just changed to green, look both ways and make sure all these folks are stopping and not running the light. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Absolutely. you're more aware when you're driving yeah. to try to predict if you need to do something else with your car. Right. In life as well. And again, things are going to happen that we're never going to be able to predict. Yep. But sometimes we do see signs or can, if we are observant enough to right. be paying attention. Look for the detour sign, the road construction ahead sign. Oh, boy, we're just going be. with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever uh-huh. those might be in your life, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think... 
you know, as we get older, we're certainly seeing this. Our bodies sadly do deteriorate, right? Um, my mind is that used to be of an 18 year old. I think I'm probably a 29 year old in my head and my body is, uh, it's older than that now. Right. <laughs> it's not uh, as strong and doing all the things we used to do. We're not staying up till two or three in the morning, uh, refinishing a house anymore. We're not doing those kind of things. Bodies right. get tired. Projects are more for the daylight. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we're, we're definitely aging. And I think we just need to realize and not, you know, not try to make it happen, but just realize that things are going to happen. I mean, I was incredibly healthy for the longest time, uh, took no medicines for well over 55 years, really, and uh, except for allergy medicines. I mean, that, that was it. And then I had the heart attack and then, you know, hernia and then uh, cataracts and, you know, things like that. The body is just going to break down because that's what it does as you age. We just got to slow it down and be aware and try to do the best we can to make it last as long as possible. I mean, that is a change that we're all going to face. Right. I think for this one, especially just being really gentle with ourselves, mm -hmm. right? And being really graceful, but also being realistic. Right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that every day you get, you're getting closer to something else. Yep. And your body is getting older and tireder and all of the, all of the things. So that normalizing, because we also have talked about with aging parents and things like, well, what, what even is normal memory loss? Because right. Trying to identify it, that. Yeah. It, yeah. Just trying to normalize like, well, a 60 year old or an 85 year old or whatever should have some, of these things happening. Like mm -hmm. why, why aren't we expecting the, these things to be happening? Like to have that reality lens on, mm -hmm. I, I think can be helpful when you're dealing with change, yeah. that you're, you're looking at it accurately. All right. So a change has happened. Yeah. What do we do with it? How do we handle it? Right. I mean, if it's something more than just, hey, you got to take this road because this one's closed, right? Something that's really going to affect your life. What are the tools? What are the things that we can do to help be ready, right? We talked about being prepared, knowing that, you know, change is going to happen and stuff like that. But I think to go through maybe a list of initial things to go through and say, okay, what's the steps that can help with change? I think the first thing is to take stock in the situation, to really... Be aware, like you said, at the traffic intersection, right, to see what everybody's doing before you make your decision, to really pay attention and to ground your perception then in reality. Because if it's an emotional change, it's sometimes really hard to figure out what reality is. And maybe you need someone to, to help you with that, right? Like, you know, I may ask if something's happening, I'm like, do you see this this way? Look, this is what, this is how I'm perceiving what's going on. Are you perceiving the same thing or am I off base? Am I on base? I think understanding that perception, grounding that with logic and reason can help then, I think, move along. If there's something that is fixable, changeable, doable, I think we need to take that stock in the situation before we can do anything else. We got to have that basic understanding. Yeah. And I, I think you just kind of mix the second one in 
with this one too about our feelings about it. Mm -hmm. Our feelings about it do affect our perception of it. And when a change happens right away, we're going to have some big, strong feelings. For sure. Right? Yeah. And so maybe even that critical eye or the accurately looking at the change isn't happening right away because we're going to deal with our feelings first. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I, so I identify those feelings. Yeah. Because that, that will help you understand your reaction as well, right? Well, and sometimes it's not even just you, just your own feelings. If a mm-hmm. change affects your team at work, right? if it affects your family, if it affects your neighborhood or community, right? the way other people feel about the change, I, I take that on sometimes. So that can affect that can affect the way I feel about a change. Right. So you're feeling their feelings. You're being empathetic about it, and you're drawing it in, or or at least I'm yep. considering mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. in the big picture. Or um, yeah, feel, feeling what they're feeling, and so then then you have to ask yourself: after all the high high emotion, what is left? What is what is really right. at the core? What is really the change we're talking about, and what needs to be done about it? Right. Yeah. If anything can be done, what what, what is it? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And if it's one of those change type of things where you know you've got to look for other opportunities because it's been whatever it is, whatever the material thing is that has happened or whatever you to be able to see. Okay, I've taken stock, and let's just make a list. Let's not make any decisions because sometimes it's good to not jump. Right. Let's really let things simmer a bit before we make any big decisions. Well, I think that's you know? a good point too. Just the fact the saying doesn't action need to happen right now mm-hmm. or do we have time to consider? Right. Understand the timeline because sometimes things have to happen right now. And many times there's time for us to feel and think through, work through and be aware. And then take that time. If yeah. it isn't something critical, if it is something that you could take time to decide, give yourself that grace and yep. and allow yourself time to consider. Yep. For sure. Another one, I think, if the circumstance, whatever it is, has changed for the worse, and it's something that could possibly change, some things can't change, um, but if it's something that could change, what are the steps or what is the path? Could it possibly return to normal? Whatever that was, right? How do we get it back to normal? Or how do we even get it better than it was? Hopefully pushing beyond that normal. Normal being the baseline, let's at least get it back to that because normal was maybe okay. But how do we make it better if that's an opportunity? So looking for that once we get through those feelings. And those feelings are going to come back, right? I mean, it's going to be like anything else. You're going to feel it. It's going to diminish. And then it's going to come back again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? I think a really big one is to remember to breathe. Yeah. When a shocking or really large unexpected change happens in our lives, sometimes we can go to that barely breathing, short breaths kind of place and to really focus on our breathing or to take those really deep gut stomach breaths mm-hmm. can really help us to 
stay in the present because <laughs> I know a lot of times when change happens, I immediately go to the future or I doom, you know, right. guess and, you know, like to try to stay in the present moment so you can make the best decisions you can make. I just highly, highly encourage that breathing. Yeah. Cause it's really easy to go to worst case. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's, you know, okay. And sometimes it is. If it's the death right. of a loved one, it, yeah. you, you're immediately in that is. space, but you really need to just then get moment to moment mm-hmm. rather than the next hour, day, week is breathing. Remember to do that deep breathing just for your body. Yeah, I love that. I, I, to be able to take that moment and to remember that. I like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I think... Sometimes we feel like we're alone, and I think it helps to reach out to someone mm-hmm. who can help. Maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member. Um, maybe you need some physical help. Maybe you need to move some things. Hey, I've got to move this stuff. You got a pickup truck? Can you help me? I'll buy you lunch, buy you dinner, whatever. Um, I, I need some help. Can you help me? Or maybe it's an emotional thing. Maybe you just need someone to listen to you, to be a sounding board, to just talk and to just work through, right? Mm-hmm. I think with that, it's so important. I think most people want to be there for other people. Mm-hmm. And if you can have the sense of mind to really ask for what you need, and to be specific, <laughs> that if helps. Yeah. you said to someone, I just really need you to listen. I don't need any advice, but I need to just tell this story over and over. Yeah. Will, will you listen to me? You know, that, that clear, concise communication that we talk about is going to do wonders for you because people do want to help. And if they know what you're looking for, that if if them, you know, right? yeah. that, that helps them to be there for you and with you. I find also when I've experienced a change and I do know someone else who has gone through it, I do like to seek that other person out just to see how they dealt with it. Not that I'm going to deal with it in exactly the same way, but having that life experience, A, makes me feel like it's, isn't, I'm not the only person this has happened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else has come through on the other side. I can see they're still here with me. And I could get some good ideas for things that may work for me. It's sort of like listening to the news or reading a book or listening to someone else's opinion. Like take the things that feel true to you Uh and let the others just kind of wash away, right? But sometimes other people can give us community so that we're not alone and they can offer support if we're clear about what we need. Yeah, I, I think, you know, to take that a step farther, as you were saying that, it made me, you know, think too, you know, we've been talking really about the individual perspective, but, you know, also the group who may be feeling the same change, but maybe everything is stable for you or whatever's going on in your life, but you notice that it's, you've someone else you know has going through a lot of change, mm-hmm. check in on them. Right. Hey, how are you doing? I know you've been through a lot. This blah, 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 you know. Um, Are you okay? Is there anything I can do? I just want you to know that I'm here and I'm thinking about you. Drop a card in the mail, right? Um, Send a quick text in the morning. Hey, 
want you to hope you have a great day. Just want you to know I'm thinking about you, right? I think reaching out to others and doing that check-in, I think, is really important, right. too. Just keeping that door open. They mm-hmm. may or may not use it, right. but just knowing someone else sees them is going to be powerful. Right. That really, I, I know that lifts me up when someone says that, those kind of things to me. I'm like, oh, somebody noticed. Okay, I'm not alone. I, I feel like I'm alone, but I'm not alone. Right. Definitely not alone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mindset is so important and it's so hard because if, if things are really hard and rough and perhaps terrible, it's hard to get that perception to perceive things in a better place, to look to the sunlight, to see the better day. I think that can be sometimes hard as we're surrounded by clouds. And I think it helps It helps me if I perceive the new day and go, okay, this is a new day, right? I'm here again. I've got a whole nother day. And the whole day is up to me to make things better, To even if it's just my perception, right? right? If I can't change the things, I can change my perception because that is within my control. And to, to help perceive things to be better, to perceive how I might like it to be, it may never get there, but maybe it'll get closer down the line, right? Moving that direction to, to help find that path to get to whatever that better place is that I need to in this change and to just take those steps and to find a way to make it happen. Right. And just whatever you might be going through in your daily life or your family life or your work life, your relationship life, we want you to know that you are not alone and that change happens to everyone. And we hope that you are comforted by this conversation. And now it's time for Word of the Day with Mike. All right. Today's word is catalyst. Okay. Normally, we think of this in chemistry. It's the chemical that causes the change with other chemicals and things like that. But I think it really ties in today because it's also a person or thing that precipitates an event or a change. So we've got changes in our life. And I think if we can help identify what the catalyst is, what is it that caused the change? Sometimes, not always, because we can't always correct all change, but If we can help identify what that catalyst is, then perhaps we can move things along the direction we want to. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this episode encourages you to explore ways to deepen and strengthen your relationships. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or listen to us on our website, connectingwithma.com. Remember to hit the like button and tell a friend.